Welcome back to the Great Expectations Podcast. Today, we're taking kind of a shift in direction from our old format of book reviews into a new series that we're calling Deep Discussions. The goal here is to replicate some of the great discussions and debates that we've had in our class throughout this school year. Today's first deep discussion is going to focus on the topic of gradeless assessment practices and systems. You see, our middle school features no letter grades and no percentages. We've moved to a proficiency scale of emerging, developing, proficient, and extending that is used to assess student progress on everything from assignments to tests to report cards. Interestingly enough, these eighth graders that you're about to hear from are moving to more of a traditional assessment system next year when they move into our neighboring high school campus. They'll be right back in the land of letter grades and percentages. So you're going to hear these four students stand up for the traditional model and explain why they prefer receiving letter grades and percentages, why they believe it works better in terms of their learning. They do a great job of articulating their positions. And even though I don't necessarily agree with them, they do a wonderful job of explaining why they believe what they do. So I'm going to let them take it away. You're going to hear me set up the conversation and then we're going to go live with four students in eighth grade. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome back to the Great Expectations podcast where uh, my name is Mr. KB and, and today we're going to chat with some of the strong communicators in my class and we're going to try to resurrect some of the lively discussions we've had in our classroom this year. One of the debates or discussions we've had over the course of the year is about report cards and so I'm going to turn it over to them in a moment but Basically, uh, our, our school right now uses a report card that does not have traditional grades. We do not use letter grades or percentages. And so the question is, or the issue is, what do you miss about that system? What doesn't work for you in the gradeless system? And why, do, why should our middle school go back to the old one? So on the line with me today, I've got Jeremiah, Izzy, and Brendan. And we're not going to use last names, but we will have to use first names. So I'm going to turn it over to you guys. Uh, tell us why the old system is better, guys. Okay, wait, can I talk? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, Izzy. Okay, so I think the old system is better because no matter what system you give us, we're gonna turn it into A's, B's, and C's. And we're gonna try to turn it like, I count my test scores to see if I got like a 92% or if I got like a 3%. I count my scores to see how good I get. Um, and so I feel like with you trying to just give us, with a school just trying to give us like other types of things, it's just making it more work for us to turn them into the other grades. And I feel like we just don't have like, as much like I don't I, like we're like we're not like I want to get an EX we just like don't even care but like if it's like I want to get an A I'm like I'm an A student you know what I mean and like I could tell my parents I got an EM which is the worst and if I said it with a good tongue they'd be like I'm so happy for you but like if I got like I got an EX they're like go to your room you're grounded they don't know what's going on and my parents don't necessarily want to learn a whole new thing which I feel is also very pointless unless, like, let's say all universities in the entire world change to this 
form of like grading then it'd be like different but if it's only like what a few schools we're gonna go to the old grading school um the old grading thing anyway so i don't get the point of why just switching for like a year Okay, so I'm going to jump in here. Thanks, Izzy. You uh, represented that really well. For people listening, if you're not sure what Izzy meant by EX and EM, I should explain that uh, our marking and our report cards shows up on a proficiency scale, starting at emerging, which is a really basic or almost like a non-understanding of the skill and concept, and then it moves up to developing and proficient all the way up to extending, which sort of means that you've gone, you've somehow gone above and beyond the learning standards. So thanks, Izzy. You uh, you talked about EM, you talked about EX, and most of the time we're, we're satisfied with P's, uh, P meaning proficient. So Jeremiah, talk about, like you, you said that, uh, or you, or no, it was Izzy. I'm already getting mixed up. <laughs> um, Izzy talked about, you know, sorting those letters into grades. So what do those letters feel like in terms of percentages for you, Jeremiah? Uh, well, what I think is that in if we're having, like, let's say you have a test, and this isn't just me. I think it's all students. We, if we look at a test, we want a good mark. We want, like, A. We th- Basically, what he said, we all think about it as A's, B's, C's, or D's. And in the school, uh, switching it from developing – to, like there's emerging, developing, proficient, and extending. There's there's only four slots. So let's say you're really close for like to get a proficient, but you get a developing. That means you're not really there yet. You're developing, and then in self motivation, you're way more motivated motivated to get like oh let's say I got ninety seven in math, I want to get like a ninety eight. Other than oh I want to get a D to P. It's the gap is way bigger from D to P. Other than your self motivation in one to get higher in marks. Okay, so you like you like a little bit more of a range, and you feel like if there was a a plus, that you would be more motivated than you are by to P get and E. Yeah. Okay, Brendan, what are your thoughts on all this? Okay, so I'll be honest right now. Um, so basketball, Jeremiah, is he mentioned it? But another thing that I kind of struggle with with this is kind of like how our parents see it. So, for example, uh, one time, for example, in a math test, I get a D. When I say that to my parents, they'll be like, "So, like, because since we know that, like, since they knew what like letter grades are, they'll think of like, right. okay, you got a D. Or, like, you know, they only be more disappointed in me in a way. Right. And another thing is what I like about. Um, with the old one is like A, B, and C. They knew about it too because probably their schools had that thing. They probably had both letter and percents. And I, if we think about it, like just like Jeremiah said, if we had like a gap from like D to P, it's really massive, especially in how we grade it. So I think that's basically my thoughts on this whole process right now. Okay, fair enough. So part of, a couple of you guys mentioned your parents and when when they hear developing, they just think D and in the old system, a D is not that great. So it's sort of a, a different, it sort of complicates the, the story with the parents. Okay. Now, let me ask this question. When I, when you get an, let's say you receive an overall percentage or Okay, not a percentage. Let's say you get an overall assessment of proficient on a math test. Where do you, do you kind of assign that a mental percentage or do you just say, 
I've met most of the learning targets. I feel satisfied with that. See, well, in my thoughts, if let's say I get a math test and I get P, that's basically an A for me because getting extending isn't really... If you get every single thing right on the test, like 100%, then you get extending. So the extending gap is pretty small, but getting a P is like the like that's the word that's the place to be you need a p to pass d is like your d is basically like a c plus and then like c plus low b and then like a p is like an a so i think that you we definitely have more range in the grading system of like the a b c or d okay let me go back to a point that one of one of your classmates raised in class and i think one of you sort of hinted at this Explain to me again why the old system is more motivating, or to put it a different way, do you feel like you would actually try harder if you had the opportunity to earn an A plus or an A? Yeah, I I think so. Yeah, I probably like. I mean, getting like for example, like right now, if I were to get a B, I'd of course want to get an A. But if I were to get a P, I'm not interested in getting extending because the gap is not that big, like Jeremiah said. Exactly. And if, because your parents, because our parents have been um, raised in getting like A, B, C, or D and like uh, percentages, if we come home with, let's say, a 98, they'll be extremely happy other than coming home with a P. They, they know, like my parents, they know what it is, but they don't like they know it okay you got a p that's good but like getting they'll be more happy with you if you got like percentages in your classes okay how about this question in the old system you kind of had a sense of where you ranked among your classmates when you get a percentage so you know the old saying would go the first mark you look at is your own and the second mark is your neighbors so do you feel like that's an important part of education to be able to compare yourself with other people yeah. Wait, why is it good to compare yourself with other people? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, I was asked by a parent in our class this year where their child ranked in the class, you know, from 1 to 28. And I think... It does matter, because if everyone in your class is doing so, like, if, let's say, everyone in our whole PA was doing really bad, they would pro- they know they're doing something wrong, and if a whole class was doing something wrong... And you could tell, like, if you were comparing, then it would be obvious that it wasn't just a student's fault. It was something that was being taught mm-hmm. wrong. But if you just kind of compare one person's note, you won't really tell anything. Yeah. So comparing in groups, yeah, like, I how do you think that. they do, like, giant studies to see if things work or not? Because they don't test one person. They test multiple and compare the results. Yeah. And, for example, uh, this math test, only t- three people in the whole class had didn't have to retest the math test. And then we every, everyone else, we, we all wrote it again. So meaning that everyone in class didn't get as good as they c- could. And then you wanted us to all have a retest other than just Leo, Jeremy, and Rochelle. Well, and my decision, that's interesting that you bring that up. My decision there was that, you know, in the old system, maybe a, a good number of the class would have gotten A's, you know, many more than just three people. But with everything outside of those three people that you mentioned, I can still see a little bit of gaps in learning. So I wanted to give them that second try to hopefully improve. And yeah, it's makes sense. Yeah, it, that's kind of where I was coming from. But okay, let's get back to the the big class discussion. Um, 
What do you most look forward to? And, and maybe we're kind of asking the same question again, but looking ahead to grade nine, you know that here at our school that we're not going to name uh, in grade nine, we, you guys will be going back to the old system. So what do you look forward to about getting a percentage or a letter grade? What's the what's going to be the best thing about that? Telling my mom I got straight A's. Yeah, and if, let's say, you have a goal of getting a per- actual percentage other than, oh, my goal is to get a P, but then let's say, okay, you get a P and then not really fully understand it and then get, like, a really, like, a high P and then you really understand it other than getting a mark, like, let's say you get an 87 and you still need to work at it other than getting, like, a 93 or, like, a 95. So then your gaps are way s- smaller and you get to know where you want to be so your goals so let's say you wanted to go for like oh i want to get 98 in french then if you get like a 91 then your goal is oh anything i need to get better other than getting a p and then you're just happy with the p because that's your only goal to get a p other than yeah okay and i mean like if you think about it if we got percents we could easily tell if we're like improving or not let's say like someone got like a 76 well that's kind of not in my opinion the best so they'd obviously want to like get higher to probably like a 90 or even higher than that so what i like about the, if we're getting percents is we kind of know it easier than getting like a p or a d something like that let me throw you guys a scenario which would you ra- this is kind of would you rather okay would you rather get an a plus on your report card that you felt like you kind of got easily and you maybe didn't learn a ton of new stuff? Or would you rather learn a ton of new stuff but get a B plus? I would want the A plus. Oh, Leo joined. I'd agree. The the A plus is probably better in my opinion. Not only for me, but like for my parents too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like Brendan, you kind of feel like everyone would just be happier. Hey, Leo. Oh, he's here. Oh, Leo. Oh, Leo, you, you missed most of our discussion, but we, we'll welcome Leo to this episode. Leo, before we sign off here, I, I want to hear from you. We've been talking about what's better about the old grading system. When you think about, you know, the report card you'll be going to next year with letter grades and percentages, what do you most look forward to about that? How you can really get an accurate um, perspective on wh- how well you're doing in school since our proficient can cover many things, if we have an accurate percentage, it shows us where exactly we are. Mm. And, okay, that's interesting that you brought up where ex- – okay, bye, Izzy. Thanks for joining. Bye. So, Leo, you mentioned where exactly we are. So, often when people say that, what they mean is where they are in relation to other people in the class. Is that kind of what you're thinking about? Sort of, but also where I am compared to what I used to be. Let's say I get proficient for – and the next test, but the last time I got low proficient, and this time I got high proficient. I would like to know that to see that I'm improving. Okay, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Which system? Okay, I think I know the answer, but why do you find letter grades more personally motivating, Leo? Because let's say, but because for proficiency, proficiency is where you just need to be. And when people are at proficiency, they don't need to do anymore because they think sending is extra. Mm. But for ABC are not satisfied with just a B. They want to get the A. Even though A matches up with extending, the A makes it uh, more motivating for people to go for it instead of just an extending. Hmm. 
Very good, guys. Love these ideas. Okay, I'd like to sign off because I do want to keep these episodes down to about 20 minutes, but I'll give each person an opportunity to sort of give a final word. So, Jeremiah, any last thoughts from you? Um, Not really. Most of the things have been covered, but yeah, I'm just excited to go to high school so I can get letter grades again. All right. Brendan? I mean, kind of same thing with Jeremiah. We talked about the things we probably heard of in class and some extra ideas. Um, I think that's basically it. And I myself also am ready to go to high school, you know, to feel the old percentages, the old letter grades, that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And, and Leo, any, any final thoughts on this topic? Uh, I, said, I said what I need to say. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I have some other thoughts that I would like to share with you guys at some point, but I will try to put those out in the form of a blog post. And I, I might send you guys the link when that is finally published. But hey, thank you very much. We're saying goodbye. And thank you to Jeremiah, Brendan, Leo, and Izzy today. And thank you, audience member, for listening to this episode. If you do have any comments, we'd love to hear your feedback. And we're going to leave this episode there. So thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Thank you, Mr. Kavey. Thanks so much for listening to this deep discussion on grading assessment and practices. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you do have any feedback for us, comments, questions, or suggestions, go ahead and contact me at mrkavey at gmail.com. That's an email address that you can use to reach me, or you can direct message me on Twitter at mrkavey. Again, my name is Tim Kavey. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we hope you'll stay tuned for the next deep discussion.